You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. Oneofus.net and all of the shows on it are 100% subscriber supported. Please consider becoming a subscriber to oneofus.net. Keep the site and all of our great shows going and get some terrific bonus content as well. like a bet right in the writing room where they were like okay we know that all the Fast and the Furious movies have really gotten to the point where they're so incredibly absurd and implausible we're just not sure how far we can stretch it and the audiences go with it and uh, these guys are like we have some ideas <laughs> somebody won five dollars tonight yeah somebody won five dollars somebody said let's do it in the movie where we can't get Vin Diesel because he'll kill the rock someone <laughs> raised their hands they were like what about robotic super soldiers well I mean I, they've <laughs> definitely been paying attention to the sort of jokey fan reactions online like the whole famous story of like at a con- I think it was at a Comic Con where somebody's like, "Hey, are they ever going to go to space?" And he goes, "Well, if they don't, I'm not doing my job right." Everybody laughs, but they're yeah. like, "Holy shit, these yeah, people actually want to see these guys who started off boosting TVs off the back of a truck go go and fight as super spies in space, That's probably the versus dream. aliens." I mean, they're like, they're "Like, look, the last movie had a nuclear sub in a car chase, so we kind of need to up that." Super soldier, super soldier. Well, that's the thing about these. They they always want to up the ante. And Hobbs and Shaw, which is the first official spinoff of the Fast and the Furious movie, because it's Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. It's the first one without the title crawl, right? Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh. yeah right. First one without the dun 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 dun. dun, dun. <laughs> um, it's like, well, if we're gonna stand. If we're going to stand up against the Fast and the Furious films and not make people think, ah, it's just a spinoff, we got to be even bigger and crazier and more batshit. And and in that sense, they they do succeed. It is bigger and crazier and more batshit. It's also <laughs> much more deeply implausible. <laughs> and it, yeah. it's, it's a science and, fiction film, right? I mean, pretty much. And we've got to the point, as you said, like the there's Idris Elba as as he calls himself Black Superman. He's got many like, times he did say this. Yeah, I mean, I, he's he is ridiculously bigger than life, but he's also Idris Elba, so we forgive him a lot. Well, you thought <laughs> Superman can be any cooler? Yeah, make him black. Yeah, yeah. now that we're talking automatically makes him cooler by right that check. awesome he, leather jacket. You know. He looks like that Spider Man bad guy. I don't remember his name. I think his name might be Overdrive that literally has, like, a motorcycle that he can, like, summon. Or I think Overdrive could, like, summon any I, vehicle. I know you're talking about. Yeah, 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 he's, yeah. he's in the... Um, I think he's sinister or the yeah. superior foes. It's, it's hard to keep track. Yeah, he's in superior like. foes, and he's kind of like a joke bad guy, and he always has the helmet on. But that's the thing: is this whole movie? I'm convinced they just said, "Fuck it, let's just do a spy movie satire, oh, but yeah. make the fights and the car chase scenes really good." I was like, "Okay," because that's basically what Hobbs and Shaw is. But before we get any further, I'm Chris. I'm Kim. I'm Zach. I'm Ben. And uh, we are, man, I'm sad Brian Salisbury lives so far south, because he was here, he was at the screening tonight, and it would have been nice to have him on here, but for him, that's like an hour drive to get back home from my house. I'm like, yeah, I yeah, totally he, get He it. seemed kind of disappointed in this. Yeah, but he started, the more he talked about it, the more he liked it. Okay, I, good. I, I, I kind of right there with him, too. I heard him talking shit in the background, and I was like... This is one of those, like, what? as you're watching it, you're like, I don't know... 
And there was a point in the movie that I did what I, I do in most Fast and the Furious films where something in your brain is either going to click <laughs> and go, you know what? I want to like this really bad. It's dumb, but it's so well done dumb that just, I'm just going to go with it. Uh, or it's not going to. Well, see, that's the thing is I think where Brian and I both were was that when it gets to the spectacle, it is full on Fast and the Furious, the spectacle you want. It's just sometimes where it doesn't feel like it's moving towards the spectacle fast enough, and it's expecting you to be like, oh, yeah, I'm glad we're getting this plot and this character development. You're like, no. When you get to these parts, it just gets a little bit laughable. Or it's like, okay, cool, yeah, family drama. I think You're not doing family corona. Yeah, well, I think the point It's definitely a comedy is, action movie sure. almost. Like I said, when it gets at its most insanely implausible, I can't imagine they weren't intending the well, audience I'm saying to be that's laughing. when it's at its best and I definitely I can say like looking back on it thinking back on it the positives of those scenes definitely outweigh the other scenes that have the negative it's still not still not anywhere near the best of the series but no but it's, it's nowhere near the worst either not even close it's not Tokyo Drift bad no, <laughs> no or, 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 or what's this like Too Fast Too, too fast, Furious which I, I would call the down the lowest it part probably of the is Tokyo Drift at least is some cool car that was the last one that I saw yeah, and I, it, was, no I wonder. checked out yeah, I checked I out totally don't blame when <laughs> yeah. we saw that one I remember Martin Corey and I all like it, this is one of the worst movies we've ever seen but if you watch it in the context of it's supposed to be a gay buddy action film. <laughs> like, they are lovers. They're together. Like, how Paul Hogan... Not Paul Hogan. Paul wow. Walker and... Uh, I forget his name. Uh, Tyrese Gibson. No, no, no. Commit Diesel's not in that yeah, one. Tyrese, Tyrese Gibson. Gibson. Oh, Bow Wow. Yeah, and then you want... There's all these things of them, like, taking their shirts off in slow motion and sweat rivulets going down. Their, 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 their abs and they're hugging each other in slow well, motion. Also where Tyrese like, is just it's jealous. It's a love story. It's like, oh, he did the thing where he stares at you while he drives. I taught him that. It's like... Oh, you're a jealous bitch, aren't you? All right. So all this time later, here we are. So uh, now that uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, will no longer make movies with Vin Diesel because of reasons, uh, apparently they don't like each other anymore. They did the spinoff. He plays Luke Hobbs, federal agent. And uh, let me do the best I can at making this relatively simple. So there's a super virus in little tiny... Nano capsules, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That uh, MI6 is after, and this female badass character, uh, Hattie, uh, who is played by Vanessa Kirby. Vanessa Kirby, is there on the scene, and a super evil Superman has showed up. Uh, Idris Elba playing Brickskin Lore, which, by the way, I'm changing my name officially Sweet. to now. <laughs> <laughs> um, who is like, oh, get that stuff. But she's kind of a badass, and she's like, there's only one way out of this. I've got to inject these capsules into myself and then run away. Uh, and the bad news is there's 72 hours before they go into her system. She, her whole body liquefies, and then everyone in the world basically dies because so it's super virus. The, on- the, the only thing in this movie that I found completely unbelievable was that the poison the size of three Tylenol yeah. could take out the whole planet. Well, fair. That well, was the only thing. Well, well, I mean, well, well, let me let me let me keep going with the synopsis first. Okay, so just to get it out of the way, so uh, the handler for the the Americans, Ryan Reynolds, in a surprise cameo, you know, uh, playing surprise. Deadpool, <laughs> basically yeah. calls up uh, uh, Dwayne Johnson, who apparently they have previous relationship, and he kind of fanboys out over Dwayne. Is <laughs> um, like, yeah, we need you to do this, and uh, yes, you're doing it. And on the other side, I, and I'm blanking on the name of the guy. I, I know the um, actor's, actor's like been in a bunch of stuff, but uh, 
uh, God, I don't even see his list, list, name on the list. Oh, oh Rob it. Delaney. Oh, is, yeah. Is an American, a CIA guy who gets Deckard Shaw, who is Jason Statham, formerly a villain in the series, now a good guy, although still criminal good guy. He's, He's like, we need you to do this. And of course, the girl in question who is injecting herself in Essa Kirby is his, his uh, sister, who he hasn't seen for a long time, who apparently he's been fighting with. And so they're forced to work together, the two heroes, and then they find her, and then all three of them are forced to work together, and there's kind of a, ooh, is uh, Dwayne Johnson attracted to her? Anyway, the whole time Idris Elba is running around trying to get to her. They've got to find this MacGuffin of an item uh, to that that there's only one of anywhere, and uh, it's in the middle of nowhere to pull the capsules out. But also, Idris Elba wants to do the same thing, and yada yada. Lots of things blow up, and oh, also family because we get a little bit well, because there's the family story with Statham and his sister, with a little bit of Helen Mirren as well, who plays their mom, and then of course eventually we get to Samoa, where we get to meet all of Dwayne Johnson's family, including the, the, the always nice to see Cliff Curtis, his, his mini, his infinite amount of brothers. Yeah, well, I, was, I was gonna say we are leaving out the part that. Idris Elba works for a, a giant, techno yeah, techno cult. shadow cult, yeah, uh, which uh, which believes in cyber enhancing people and killing everyone, and, and else. it runs the news. Uh, yeah. Runs question everything, mark? and um, <laughs> yeah, there's a, a very questionable moment where they're like, despite the fact that. Every major agency is aware that Deckard and Shaw are working this job and what's going on. There's like, they're like, we control the media. And so they're all like, oh, I guess they're bad guys now. Wait, just, what? So cool. <laughs> I will also say, I mean, look, it's not going to be a CIA's checking CNN going, oh, shit, I oh, thought they weren't for us. I, I guess don't forget they have that bet going where yeah. they're trying to see how far they can push us as an audience <laughs> yeah. to accept things. True. And they really hand wave so many things. And we were like, okay. Whatever. Another thing spoiler here to also say, yeah, they're setting up this technical be like, we're gonna get sequels out of this, right? There's there's so many sequels for this, right? Oh, there's actually a a scene that I just started laughing hysterically because it was just too perfect for what they were doing here, where it's like Idris Elba goes in this white room where all the walls turn into <laughs> sort of like a audio read uh, and you hear the voice that's being masked of his evil boss, whoever that might be. Which, by the way, they don't tell you in the movie. My bet is it's Han. I thought it was Ryan Reynolds. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking like maybe it could like be him, him yeah. but... I don't know. I mean, being this yeah. is a Fast and the Furious fer- series film, and they love to do the big whoa reveals, and they love to bring characters back from the dead, and it's got to be somebody who's got it in for Shaw. Oh, no. I got something for you. The only character, me and Brian were talking about this, the only character who has not come back is Jaw Rules in the first movie. It's Jaw Rule. Who's <laughs> <laughs> just mad they never cast him again. He's <laughs> yes. going to be perfect. Uh, although I'll tell you this, they said, the Wikipedia says, Charlie's Theron reprises her role as Cypher from Fate of the Furious, except she doesn't. So it makes me oh think, makes me think it's quite possible there's a deleted scene that says, oh yeah, it was her. Mm. You know, that I know, really I, disappointing. I know she's supposed, she, they announced she's coming back for the next Fast and the Furious right. film. Was so. she a bad guy? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. She dreadlocks, uh, so she's uh, okay. pretty bad. Yeah. Despite whatever is, white girl with dreadlocks. Uh, yeah. Despite the issues with that movie, she does have some actually good scenes of like just chewing the scenery and being like the most malicious bad guy possible. Yeah. Um, and the baby scene's pretty good in that movie. Look, there's, 
stuff in this movie that I really, really enjoyed, despite how ridiculous it is. Like, I mean, I'll just point out specifically the hero of this movie is Idris Elba's motorcycle. Oh which my is god! Super mega smart cycle that can drive itself it's and like follows him around. Huh? Elastigirl's motorcycle. Yeah, that's all I can think of. His yeah. motorcycle's a transformer. Come on. Yeah, it yeah. even makes transformer noises. Yeah, it totally <laughs> sounds like a transformer. Yeah, and like it does a thing like where he'll like hit something and their bike will twist around and then grab him. So he <laughs> And jump back on it. It was like it's ridiculous, but I kind of you know, love. Well, it. he's <laughs> he's like I don't know, connected to it like mentally. He's like synced up with it. He's like controlling. I will say, you get it's those like part of his body. You get those funny moments though when you're trying to way. when you try to break it down. Though you're like, oh, so he talks to some of his guys at some point. That he goes, yeah, you got to fight. You got to fight here to get your enhancements. I'm like. Who else here is enhanced? Yeah. Nobody else seems to hold their own in a fight or have a super motorcycle. Like, do they put all the budget into you? Yeah, there's, 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 they own the media. Why do none of these other guys have anything other than a gun controlled by their gloves? There's, there's a yeah, that's a that's a weird <laughs> story bit. Like total MacGuffin once again Just with like oh they like all their bad guys' guns can only be controlled if you're wearing bad guy gloves. Like they're guns. I mean, yeah. <laughs> wasn't it the thing you shoot him up? Where it was the fingerprint ID gun? That's all I can think about with this. Yeah, but like, yeah, there's even a line where he just elbow goes to the guys. All right, guys, here's the time to play. Pay for those upgrades. I'm like. Uh, dude, have you forgotten? You're clearly the only person here who's been upgraded. Yeah. Hey, look, Dave got a steel <laughs> hip. He needed it after he fell it off the truck. Cool. They should have included like a couple dudes with some. Like smaller enhancements, some different things. Yeah, they like make an like ensemble a, bad guy. There's crew a, yeah, exactly. There's a good there's fight scene where space for that. Which they spoil them in the trailer. There's a good fight scene with you know with the Rock and Jason Statham have their own separate fight scene. They could have had at least one or two enhanced guys there to make that fight more interesting. I mean, w- agreed. But there's a lot of stuff that I go. God, this would have been better if you had done this. I can't really balk at most of the stupidity because it's par for the course sure, for sure. a lot of these. But there is stuff where I'm like. That makes it feel a little too mechanical. Like, just like, okay, we set piece, set piece, set piece. Uh, a lot of plot stuff you see coming way ahead of time. I mean, the humor really only works when it's those two guys together sniping at each other, I thought. I, they combine two of my favorite things, like shit talking and dope ass music. <laughs> For all of their scenes together is like slow mo walking with them holding weapons or like. Just biting each other's heads off. It was yeah, amazing. They they do snipe at each other almost nonstop and uh, humorous. Also, I don't think I think this holds the world record for the most amount of times a single actor has taken their shirt off on screen, and that goes to The Rock. Have you seen the Twilight <laughs> movies by any chance? No, I think this beats those. <laughs> no, you were just staring at it more this time. <laughs> That's all. He was rippling muscles. Oh my god! He wants to be clear. I, I may love- be. I may be. What? He's fifty something now. Look, right? this is a very look, vascular look, film. I love. How aware like the whole movie is. Like they're commenting on his biceps. They're talking about how big he is, how much the opening part of the movie is him like probably his actual morning breakfast, which is like a dozen eggs that he just chugs down. Oh. Doesn't even they bother want him to look like Gaston. Yeah. 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 Right? Imagine Gaston's morning routine and that's yeah. what the rock does in well, this movie. Put it that Jason Statham's character and Vanessa Kirby's character, so it's two brother and sister and they show scenes of them when they're kids pulling heists together, they're clearly like maybe two years apart in age. Yeah. They are 20 years apart in age. <laughs> 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 they're just, you look at them and you're like, no! 
No way. Hey, look, Jason, you're really fit for a guy your age, but it's not hiding it. I'm no, sorry. No, we you still can tell. Yeah, we're not, we're it not buying. It would have been, like, way cooler if it was his daughter. Yeah. That, and that would have, age-wise, if they were 20 would've years apart, that, that would have worked. And it would have made more sense why he would have been, like... Don't look at my daughter. Also, you're like 50 years old. Like I am 50. I'll say this. I don't think the stuff they were trying to build, the chemistry between Dwayne Johnson and her, really sparked ever. I mean, it was a funny bit with Jason Statham being pissed about the possibility of it, but I didn't find that those two actors had anything going, any sort of spark between them whatsoever. I've seen this before with Dwayne Johnson, and I think it's because he has too much charisma. Too much muscle. Nobody can, and too much muscle. What are you going to do for all this man? Yeah. They need to put him in the sequel to Gemini Man where he falls in love with himself, right? (laughs) That's like the only possible charisma that can, that can match his ego. Yeah, Dwayne, Terry Crews. Dwayne had a lot of chemistry with himself. Just sparks were going off. they had that one scene with with them when they're fighting the rock and this uh this woman and he literally picks her up with one hand her whole body picks that picks was her up. sick that was that dope. was that was sick. i love that scene i mean it is <laughs> david it is He's david leach directing it this guy knows his fight scenes it's, it's david leach who did the first, who co-directed the first john wick who did atomic blonde and when he's at, not every fight scene, I mean, I, there's not a bad fight scene, and not every one is up to the quality mm-hmm. that I, I, you know, that I hope for. Sure. But there's a few in here that are very much exactly what you expect from David Lee. Yeah, like, yeah, okay, was, that was really again, well that one of the rock fighting Vanessa Kirby is like, okay, damn, that was a good fight scene. And, and there's a great scene where uh, both Statham and and uh, uh, Johnson are going down two separate hallways with a big glass window between them, <laughs> fight having their own fights. And Statham's fight with these guys was just really well choreographed yeah. and really well shot. We're like, oh, that was fun to watch. Yeah, they use the uh, they use the way the rooms are split for really great camera work with that. And then even the joke at the end about the about the sensor thing for the door is like, all right, cool. You could have made this go on too long, but you ha- you actually directed Statham to actually be really physical with it too, which really works. They they did that throughout the movie where they had joke joking scenes go on for kind of just. Right on the cusp of being too long, yeah. But they cut him off perfectly for me every time. So I think the movie in general suffers a bit from being a bit too long. Yeah. Overall, it's 136 minutes, and for a action comedy that is trying to that is dumb to the point of satire, that's too long. And it really is. There's a point where I remember sitting in the theater going, "This has got to be about to wrap up, right?" And it was like, "Holy shit." I remember in the trailers is a whole bunch of shit that takes place in Samoa. Yeah, fuck, we're not even. I I had that exact same. Like (laughs) after they destroy the evil lair, it's like, oh no, the movie's not over because there's a whole third act. I will say, you know where they can get the fat? I I don't know. There's there's a cameo on an airplane that wasn't needed at all. Ever? That was we like, cannot spoil ugh. it, though, guys. No, I don't know. Because people will love it. There are I didn't people that dislike love it. it. It's no. just, it's, I, I didn't think it was a, a terrible cameo, per se, but it really felt... So, it was so Joe Pesci in Lethal Weapon 2. <laughs> yeah. You know, where I was like, okay, I guess if we gotta do it's this. It's super shoehorned in. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not this actor at his worst, but no. he's so unnecessary, and it's like, wow, 
You just really cashed in that friend check, didn't yeah, you? You totally that was whole that whole promise. Okay, we'll get you in a bigger part in one of the future ones. And I was like, please don't, please don't do that. I <laughs> well, really I don't see like Ryan this Reynolds actor. in a future sure, one. Yeah, even sure. though, like I said, he is flat out playing Deadpool. In it. Yeah, like like there's just oh no, he's detective, he's detective Pikachu with a with a murder book. <laughs> is he like the new Jack Sparrow where he can only do the one character in all the movies? Yeah. I guess that point he's been trying for so long as an actor to find his niche that makes him an A-list movie star, and it didn't happen until Deadpool, and now he's like, I'm not letting go of this <laughs> He's shit. like, rewrite every character. Yeah, I'm going back, I'm doing everything and playing this It joke. does seem Honestly, like, it's funny. It's, yeah, it seems like he's kind of writing his own jokes, because they, they kind of feel a little bit different from the rest of the movie. They, they totally... Because like, they they're, like, they're very referencing... I mean, it... It must have been shot recently because of what they're referencing in a lot of their their jokes. Well, isn't I it, thought Leach was directing Deadpool three? Was not wasn't it? Oh, Deadpool yeah, 3? no, you're right. You're right. Or I, I can't remember. I know he's involved with Reynolds on something, and I'm like, damn it, what is it? Uh, so is it, yeah, dead, no, he did Deadpool two, right? Oh, okay. yes. Yeah. So I'm like, they, yeah, they probably just. Yeah, go ahead and just write this. Yeah. <laughs> just well, just play Deadpool. I've also heard um, uh, a YouTube channel, I think it was Movie, the Movie Fights channel, Stream Junkies or whatever mm-hmm. did a, no, it was Honest Trailers. Mm-hmm. They did a voiceover and they called Ryan Reynolds to do it and they sent him the like lines and he was like, this isn't Deadpool-y enough. And I guess he rewrote all the just movies rewrote, just kinda, trailer. So yeah. he does that. Yeah, <laughs> it, it really felt like it was... Ryan Reynolds doing his thing. His shtick. Yeah. Which I like his I like his shtick. And it was all Gene that works. He's not in it a lot, but when he is, it's it's funny. And it's a funny gimmick, that idea that he's like, me and, me and Dwayne Johnson, we're like best friends. And he's like, no, we're not. And like, no, we totally are. And all that stuff that, I, you know, I mean, it's like he's fanboying, but also like, remember all that stuff we did together? Yeah. I, I did have that minute of thinking, kind of like in, in the, when the Avengers get together and then they do their separate movies and it's the world's at stake. I right. was like, why, why did no one call Vin Diesel? This seems like yeah. a super important matter. Or, or he's off Michelle planet. Rodriguez, what are Kids, they doing? He's off he's planet. Off planet. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear that line in the next movie. Wait, oh time. my god! I wanted to be fixing fixing a rover on like the space station. Say this is the rover to go to Mars. No, no, I want to. If the next one is in space, there has to be a scene that makes clear it takes place at the same time as this movie, where, where there's like back in the station, they're like, "Look, goes, hey, we've got a situation in London. Is is these on his crew available? No, they're off planet. Sorry, they're, they're, on, on, they're, on, they're on. They're on Earth six one six. Was the last one eight or was it seven? Space. Eight. Okay, so this is nine. Next one's ten. They said ten. They'd be in space. We got this. That is the the thing, though, right? Ten is when you go to space in general. You have to. So okay. you got I mean, that's the Jason X yeah. rule. Yeah. I mean, we do need somebody dying in a sleeping bag in the next one now, but um... no, no, no. You're, you've you've taken it too far now, Ben. No. <laughs> yeah, taking this <laughs> All right, let's go to final thoughts. Ben, get us started. Uh, yeah, this one I'm still a little mixed on it. I I feel like especially I can look at the start of this movie and just be like. You didn't get to crazy action fast enough. Like, it's a fine opening action scene, but it's, like, very military one, and then a little bit of Idris Elba being a badass, but it's not that over the top. Like, I I picture even, like, we've, we've all kind of agreed that 8 isn't one of the best in the franchise, but even that has, like, a pretty interesting, you know, race through Cuba that's kind of cool. And I feel like kicks up the energy fast. This one kind of has that being slow from the beginning. It kind of keeps going with that, where it's, like, not building energy, but it's kind of just storing it. 
Now, when it hits the action, you have stuff like The Rock killing a guy on the motorcycle, one of my favorite ways I've seen in a movie, uh, and a really great car chase in a McLaren and stuff like that just to even get the en- en- uh, energy back up where you want it. But, you know, I can't I can't really fault it for that either because when it gets into high gear, like, the you know, the base fight scene that we mentioned earlier, it's just insane when it gets going. The, the car chase out of there is like, yep, all of this is so unbelievable. It's exactly what I wanted from this franchise. I can't say it's the over-the-top, brilliant, like, continuation of the series that I was hoping for, but I can't say I'm not going to revisit it either. It's a really great time. I'm going to give it uh, 8.5 out of 10 really ineffective drones. (laughs) What about you, Cam? Um, So starting out in the first 20 minutes, I pretty much decided I was not cool enough to be watching this movie. (laughs) It was way too cool for me, guys. Um. Jason Statham. I think you're and, cool enough. To oh, be thanks, Chris. <laughs> I mean, I don't even think us together are cool enough for this movie. This was a cool ass <laughs> movie, our guys. All points together don't add up to the, what this no. movie had. They should have like, I'm sorry, you guys are going to have to leave. Yeah, no, not <laughs> you like, guys. Y'all need to get out this theater. Like, That's like we're, we're, we're waiting in line, and then just some random, you know, the, the bouncers like you, you and you, you can definitely come in. not you guys. And everyone else, you guys y'all, y'all, y'all go. Go to the light. This is Studio 54 of movies. Yeah, that's what it is. Yes. Just some random. You no, I don't like your hat. I don't like your coat. Get out of here. Get a cool enough here. Try again. Try again tomorrow night. So yeah, uh, I was uh, kind of at a disadvantage watching, but I felt honored to to see something. I mean, it's hard to explain, guys. It's really hard to explain. Highly recommend for a date movie. I think men will love it. I think women will especially love it. <laughs> And be really ready after it. That's all I'm saying about that. <laughs> just ready, dude. In the Hawaii. Just ready, dude. <laughs> I've never enjoyed a set piece more than Samoa. It was beautiful. The cinematography, gorgeous. The yeah. actors, very, very great actors. You mentioned ineffectual drones that are in the movie. Yeah. But this director loved his motherfucking drones the moment they got to Samoa. It was like every other <laughs> yeah. shot was like a circling Michael Bay drone it, shot. It, <laughs> it was so gorgeous. There's the um, Rock's rule. We're going to film in Samoa or are you going to showcase the shit out of it? I probably could have watched this movie on mute. But um, the storyline, crazy out of this world, just... I mean, not yet. Next movie out of this world. I, I love that it's a spinoff from Fast and the Furious, and I think it did its its mother movie justice. It had all the all the cool. It had one really dope car car race driving scene. Yeah, yeah. street street scene. Street street scene. It had mm. or cliff scene, whatever. Or it dirt had, road scene. Yeah. <laughs> That chase through London was pretty That's cool. That's pretty good. Uh, well, so yeah. I was overhearing some people leaving the movie who were saying, what was your favorite scene? And I stopped to think, what was my favorite scene? And I honestly could not remember most of the movie. <laughs> I remember some things very vividly, but then some a lot of... A you lot can of just the, the rocks, pecs. It's fine. No! I, it was more than that, guys. It was more than that, I swear. It was his biceps, too. It was his biceps to the tattooed right. one. Now, now I'm all confused. Let me start over. Look, did Idris have to wear that full body suit the whole movie? Why did they... The jacket was so big. Um, no, no, no. It was for a side movie to already crazy series. This had to go over the top and it achieved that. Um, visually, I really did think it was a really cool movie. All the set pieces were cool. It was jumping around a lot, a little bit more than I would have liked. I, I think they could have kind of narrowed it down a little bit to maybe four or five places instead of ten. Sure. 
Um, but they had some cool tech. They they definitely went for it, tried new things as far as uh, enhancing people. <laughs> so I can't wait to see where that goes. Um, all the actors were cool. I really enjoyed the actress who played the sister. Mm-hmm. I cannot remember her name. Vanessa Kirby. Vanessa Kirby. Yeah. She, I think they just cast a younger Helen Mirren is what they were <laughs> looking for. And they achieved that. She was cool. I felt like she was very formidable. I believe the relationship, I mean, not the age part of it, but everything yeah. else, the emotions, I, I felt that. And The Rock, he gives some good family. So, <laughs> um, I, I would... Um, hey, they, I love that the one time they actually say family in this film, there's no emphasis on it. They just kind of sneak it in because they don't need to make I that mean, The point. Rock had 50 brothers. How yeah, much more family they, Well, need? no, no. It's just it's such a thing for it's still a years. theme. Yeah, Brian, yeah. Brian and me looked at each other, but she goes, family. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's on both sides with both of them because you got, like, uh, the, the sister on one side and then all of his brothers on the yeah. other. By the way, this might be weird. I think He's Vanessa Kirby mom. looks like a <laughs> yeah, young seriously. Denise Richards, but she act- actually acts better. Can, well, I mean, can I? Yeah, that's a be more. Act wait, better wait. is assuming a lot for Denise Richards. Wait, you didn't like Denise Richards as a nuclear scientist to James Bond? No, no one did. But quick wrap up. Uh, we've kind of covered everything. The action scenes were really cool. Um, the movie did go a little bit long. I was pleasantly surprised, but at the comedy bits, I wasn't expecting so much comedy. The Fast and Furious franchise, I don't think the people they have on that have enough talent or charisma to really carry a funny scene like The Rock and, and um, Jason Statham did. I honestly feel like they cut the fat with this movie. As far as all the people who are kind of like brick walls, they left those people in Fast and Furious and they brought the people over here <laughs> who you can actually feel something for and get it. I was invested in them by the end of the movie. Okay. It, parts of them, at least. So <laughs> The packs. <laughs> <and the rhymes. laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> I would give this movie uh, eight out of ten chanclas being thrown. Nice. What about you, Zach? All right. So a uh, couple things I didn't like about it. There was some bad editing, um, mm-hmm. like strange editing, weird fades uh, towards the end. The third act seemed a bit rushed just from like a pure editing standpoint. Like people are midway through a line or like a millisecond after a line and there's like an awkward cut to like some uh, non sequitur scene that was happening while this other action had been happening for, like, ten minutes, and then we're back to something that, like, I had completely forgotten about. I agree. I was like, what the fuck? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, and there's also, like, between acts, it's like a totally different editor took over. Yeah, so it felt rushed to me. Um, It just felt like they were like, all right, let's let's get this edited and get it off the chopping block. Yeah. there was also the as as far as camera work during fight scenes, great. There's a little bit more editing than I would expect from you know someone who did John Wick. But yeah. as far as cuts, there's there is a you know a normal amount of cuts. Well, Usually, say, you want to see less. I'd cut. say yeah that that apartment fight scene felt it was just a, still a well shot scene, but it felt a little bit choppy. Sure, um, but. Uh, shit, where was I? Sorry. I have no idea. <laughs> no, 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 okay, yeah. You were, uh, this, yeah. Your, your sum up is edited by three different people. So, yeah. <laughs> some, some of, uh, uh, some of the, um, shots of not, of the not fight scenes, like when characters are just talking, were super standard close-up shots. 
They, they got a little bit boring after a while. It felt like I was, I was watching two actors that weren't even in the same scene. And that might have actually happened. I don't know. It might have been like some shit was shot in post and people weren't even talking to each other because there, it was just like over the shoulder shots and then close ups of like, and it would be a whole scene that was just cutting back and forth between two people talking, and the only time you saw them talking was, like, close-ups. Right. So that was, like, a little bit weird. But other than that, the the things that I do like, which, <laughs> which are a lot. I, I haven't seen this franchise, so my opinion I couldn't tell. I was sitting like, next to you, so your whole time your face was just blank. Oh, like, uh, just I don't blank. know. I, I heard I, him cracking up a couple times. I was laughing okay. my ass off. Maybe when I was laughing, I didn't know. Yeah, I was laughing my ass off. Like, I, I really enjoyed this. Um, I'm, I think I might have liked it a little bit more than you guys, but I don't have, like, I don't have the baggage other than, right, so like, the So now I have to loan you the other Fast and the Furious. Oh, no, I'm yeah, still saying yeah. we should do a watch well, movie with those series as well. Oh, my God. I'm with Kim, so though, because I don't like the, like, I don't like Paul Walker, rest in peace. I don't like, like, Vin Diesel I could give a shit about. Like, not even I, in Riddick? This is, I, I mean, Riddick's like, no, not even Riddick. Really? I mean, wow. like, Riddick's fine. This but, is, like, so, this is the one franchise that, or one movie, set of movies I think Paul Walker actually really excelled in. He really grew into it as the movies went on. It like gets better. Paul, Paul You're Walker. going with it by Fast and Furious 2, which I get it. It's like one of the worst performances in film history. But like Jason Statham and The Rock just know what they're doing. way more charisma sure. than like what Vin Diesel. I don't know if I agree with you about Vin Diesel, but well, I'll give you Paul Walker. Are you joking? Yeah. Vin Diesel? I, I think Vin Diesel's Vin, got tons of chemistry. He's pretty great. Oh, like our, our, our charisma. <laughs> In Riddick. And Riddick and the Fast and Furious films, I think he's great. Yeah, he's I think blind he's, in Riddick. What? Are you, <laughs> he's not blind. He has. Super are you still blind? Why are you talking about? He's blind. No, no he's, he's not. not. He has. He has night vision. He has pretty super much. enhanced vision. That's why he's like blind in the light. Uh, with no, the glasses, he's not. With he's his glasses, he's got to wear sunglasses because a bunch of nerds. His night vision so too much. It's like if you have a, if you have night vision goggles and sunlight. It's Look, really I don't like the way he held his lightsaber. Okay. It wasn't good. <laughs> Look, he's like John Wick. In Riddick, he's there for his dog. He's like, Superman. No, I, I thought Idris, Idris Elba has like a ton of charisma. Well, right? Yes. I mean, no, I mean, these are three. No, like, these are, these are, I'll say four very charismatic leads in this film. No I, I, question. I'm like, I'm all about it. And like the comedy, I do think like some bits could have been like just shaved by like Come on, just knock that thirty yeah. seconds, and, and and it'll feel a lot. They better. overstay their welcome. Yeah, to the comedy they do. Bits they do multiple times. Yeah, I, I was pretty on board, and like, come on, a techno cult? Fuck yeah! Like <laughs> that's an awesome concept. I don't. I mean, oh, I should have realized that's why you. Oh this yeah, movie. because it's a science fiction. It's movie. cyberpunk. It's I, it, <laughs> it is. Kind it, of is. I mean, it's early cyberpunk, but yes, <laughs> it's like. Yeah, it's definitely a little bit cyberpunky, at least like the techno cult. And like, I really, I, I know it wasn't like super well done or whatever. Like, who's the guy behind the speaker and the, you know, yeah, the evil <laughs> speaker voice? Which I guess t- it w- should have been Charlie's Theron. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, so we don't know who it is, but like, I, I want to know. Like, I want to see more super soldiers. I want to see more. Like cyberpunk drones, and I want to see like people punching cyberpunk drones with cars and super soldiers. Yeah, with we're cars. definitely getting you to watch I mean, this franchise. Then, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, 
Sure, I mean, they got cars in the other ones, but do they have, like, cybernetic super soldiers? Just give them the ones with the rock in it. They have the rock <laughs> fighting Vin I mean, Diesel. I'm, like, Come on. a fan of the rock, but, like... I'd say from four on, they're, they're, they're like, well worth watching. From five on, they're great. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, yeah I'll, I'll check them out, because, like, I was... I, I don't have to buy into, like, the, the little things that don't make sense. Like, I was just like, whatever, I don't... This is an action movie... That's dumb. That's like over the top. I wasn't caring that. Oh, all of the like the CIA, the the FBI or whatever, MI six. They all know that these people are good guys, but like the news is like they're bad guys or whatever. It's just like I I don't give a shit. Like I'm having a lot of fun while watching this dumbest shit movie, and like the the charisma of the two the two leads like fighting each other. I could just watch. Jason Statham, like, make that angry face, like, all day. It and reminded insult, me of... And them insult each other. Yeah. It reminded me of a Spy, where he's, like, playing a spoof of himself. Yeah. But, like, if you took his character from Spy and this character from this movie, they're the same character. He's doing the all, all the exact same thing. So if you just think it's, like, funny while you're watching it, if you don't take it seriously, it's really good. Like, I recommend it. I give it a... Seven out of ten family members. All right, so I really think you need to go into this watching this film, even if you're already prepared as a Fast and the Furious fan, to think of this as a spy satire. Yeah. I really think you need to do that, because even compared to the Fast and the Furious films, this is totally absurd. Now, it definitely feels like it's existing in this universe somewhere between Triple X movies and Fast and the Furious films, but it's much better than the Triple X films. It's not as good as the as like four, five, six, and seven of Fast and Furious. No, disagree. Really? I still also no, I like, disagree. I like eight better than this as well. I think I, I do not. I thought eight I, eight I, suffers largely because of the fact that it has such terrible manufactured drama in it. I can't I can't fault anyone who feels that way, but I will say like no one in the family, quote unquote, believes. The manufactured drama in that movie—it's everyone on the outside who doesn't know him personally. So I give. Eight I mean, they want to convince the audience, and they never can because it's preposterous. Anyway, that being said, we're not reviewing that movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're reviewing this one, and I found this like has lots of moments of real fun in it, but a lot of stuff that goes on too long. There's a lot of just sort of you feel like you can see the people typing behind the scenes moments. You're like, okay, like we've got to do this. We were like, just very, like you can see the process. Well, it happening. felt super storyboarded. Like we want to have this Samoan thing. We want to have this explosion happening at like the bad guy's lab. We want to have this thing. It's like, well, how do we get that? How do we it string felt those like together? The actors oh. had requests. Like the rocks, like I want to go home. And the writers are just putting, like, give me a hot girl to make out with. Yeah, and like to try to like say Idris Elba is the only superhuman in here would be a mistake <laughs> because these guys clearly all are superhuman yeah. with the amount of stuff they can do. There's like a scene where Jason Statham like drives a car like up a ramp through a fucking glass window of a warehouse, lands on like a six. <laughs> foot fucking ramp spins on it and spin turns on it and just keeps going and he's like who which by the way he couldn't have possibly have even seen was there jumping into the <laughs> warehouse so it's like there's stuff like that constantly oh, no, say, that's a superhuman there's a point where he gets like the gun turret for a helicopter oh, yeah. thrown at him and he's like 
Oh, that hurt. I'm going to shake it off and walk forward. He all but no. catches it. Yeah, like, I mean, that would cave his body. I was like, even the rock catching that, I'd be like, that's a little bit hard no, the, the amount of stuff in here that will just make you go, if you're not looking at this as a satire, go, oh, come on, is nonstop. I mean, really, it's like every 30 seconds of the film, there's something that you'll go, Really? <laughs> but it's, but it felt like a Kingsman movie. But that's part of why, yeah, yeah. if you look at it as a satire, as a spoofish type thing, you can still have fun with it. I mean, the Fast and Furious films usually build to that moment that you go, okay, that was so ridiculous, but fuck it. This movie has moments like that all throughout it, and yet it still has the one scene, the, 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 as Brian uh, Salisbury put it, the uh, human centicar. Uh, <laughs> that that is like okay. That is the most absurd fucking thing in this movie. That's literally filled with nonstop absurd, implausible stuff. But you kind of cheer inside a bit if you're at that. Point. I mean, the reason I cheer for it is that every single part of that connection was a different way to connect a car <laughs> to another one. Yeah, it's like. The fact you kept coming up with new ways for five cars tells me I love the writer of this movie. I mean, it's it's so dumb, but it knows exactly it wants to be this dumb. It's it's plan, and it doesn't always work. And I admit the the this is one of the few times in the series that that self awareness of that plan to me was a little too visible. So it kept taking me out of it to some extent. I was like, guys, you're there's like this uncanny valley between too dumb and just dumb enough, and these guys are treading real close to that line in this movie. Like, they tow over it more than a few times. So I wasn't 100% into this, but there were points I was all in, and I definitely say, if you're willing to go, and God, I hate this fucking expression, but I'll just say it this once, turn your brain off and go for the ride. This is a very well-produced, good-looking movie with some really charismatic leads in it that there is certainly fun to be had. I'm going to give it six and a half out of ten moonshine injections. See, you're making my... This is why I hate going first, because my score, I'm like, the more I hear you guys talk, I'm like, damn it, the way you justified it was to a score that I more agree with now after I said one. Well, yeah. I mean, when we first walked out of this movie, Ben and Brian are just like, that sucks, that sucks. And then... We all started talking, and like 10 minutes later, they're like, you know what? That was pretty good. <laughs> I mean, look, the more I think about, you know, the rock slamming guys and the concrete pillars, you know, from a moving car, the more I think, I had a great time with that. That was a good time. I'd watch him do that again. Yeah. In space. In space. Space.